Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, visual record keeping, part two. Here we go. Folks, if you haven't heard, Manager Tools and Career Tools licenses will be merged into one product starting in 2014. And so when it comes time to renew, you'll be able to renew and get both sides, uh, documents, show notes, and slides for both Manager Tools and Career Tools. You get so many questions about one cast here or there that people want show notes for, and we just thought we'd make it easier for everybody. So look forward to that in the new year. So let's get back to visual record keeping. So we talked about user visual record keeping for planning, right? So the kind of things, open future discussions, idea capture, it's not appropriate for everything, right. but we mentioned, we mentioned some of the things it is appropriate for. And then we said, write down what people say, not characterizations. And we may even have shared the story of me messing this up recently. <laughs> um, so it's, it's important to write down what people say and not what's in your head, because what's in your head as a visual record keeper may be different than what's in everybody's head. And it's difficult to recall what was said if you're writing down characterizations. And then our next point, which we haven't talked about yet, is writing it down so all can see it. Yeah, this is the mistake that a lot of people make relative to note keep, note taking or record keeping is that, oh, somebody's taking notes. And, and in many cases, that's good. But visual record keeping is a completely different meeting experience because of how you take notes rather than a normal meeting normally run, even using our recommendations with one person taking notes. And the reason is because everybody is having a common experience. One of the reasons I got so excited about this cast is I realized I take these kind of meetings for granted. And yet I realized thinking back over the last couple of years when I had facilitated them, I saw the looks on people's faces and like, wow, we got a lot done and there are the notes and everything. You're going to be surprised folks by how much visual record keeping changes the experience of the meeting, the entire meeting, not just the note taking. Right. And I think a lot of people have this experience, right? When you, when you're using visual record keeping and they had a great experience, but they didn't attribute it to at least partially to the visual record keeping, right? They just had a great experience. They thought you're a great facilitator when in fact, part of it was in fact, the visual record keeping. Yeah, I'm not that great a facilitator. <laughs> um, so in other words, what you're going to do is you're going to write big enough in a public space, a whiteboard, a window, flip chart paper, so that everyone can refresh their memory from where they're sitting. And look, if you can, and if you can't write big enough for everybody to see because there are too many people in the room, like there are 50 people in the room, this won't work very well. It can't be for a meeting of 50 people because surely you're not going to have idea capture and future planning with 50 people in a room. That's a presentation. It's not a collaborative meeting. It's not just simply to have records of the meeting. And so people during the meeting can reference the notes. Yeah. And so they can contribute and they can see their contributions going up in raw form. I can't tell you the number of times where people have said to us, yeah, I said something, but I think she was still writing the other thing or I didn't see her typing that out or she seemed to be distracted. And you're thinking, I'm trying to make a point and these notes are gonna matter and nobody's, once I say it, if nobody responds and it doesn't go into the notes, it's as if it never was said. So any type of meeting with 50 people in it isn't going to be an effective idea capture session or a future discussion. Um, and frankly, part of it, not just because of visually being unable to read the notes using visual record keeping is there's too much traffic for one person to coordinate when you allow multiple speakers, which generally you do, um, you allow it to be fairly free form. But if you broke down into groups of 10 and each group was using visual record keeping, and then each group is done, you show every other group your notes, 
and someone isn't reading their own notes, head down, you know, people from that group aren't correcting the notes that they didn't get a chance to vet because they were taking privately and no one knew the note taker was just avoiding speaking is also horrible at taking notes as well. You never know if somebody's horrible at taking notes until you see their notes after they breathe. Right, right. Um, and something else too. Um, some people would say, well, I can use my tablet and I can write on it um, and I can take notes. And then when I get to the end of the page, I can just flip the page. That doesn't work either. First of all, when you take electronic notes, at least in 2013, 2014, it's hard to manipulate them fast enough to keep the energy in the room going when groups report. But even if you were to use that with a group of just one, just one group of 10 people, the moment you turn your page on your note taking, on your tablet or whatever, which by the way, guys, we love tablets, we love gadgets, we're a gadget company. Um, the moment you turn that page, those notes are lost. And we're taking notes of everything that was said over an hour or maybe a two hour period. And you can go back and refresh your memory, understand how you got where you got, provided you do it well. What do you think generally about the use of technology? Sounds a little bit like you're against the use of any technology during yeah, meetings. Yeah, we're not. I mean, we get, the, we get painted with that because there are people who mistakenly believe that technology is the answer. You know, I, I'm reading, I just started reading a book called Remote by Jason Fried, the founder of 37 Signals, who, whose products we like, and Jason yeah. is very well regarded. Great guy. And he, and he basically says, everybody ought to work remote. You shouldn't have to come to the office. He calls commutes soul crushing, which I don't know. I commuted for a while. My, my soul didn't get crushed, but maybe the commute's so crushing, but actually being around people isn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> but he, here's the thing. One of the things he says is um, everything's ready for you to work remote. The only problem is the human mind. And this book is an upgrade to the human mind. And, okay. And I, 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 say, I wish you wouldn't say those kind of things right when I'm in the middle of a sipping a cup of coffee. Yeah, so I just yeah. spit over my monitor. I think Jason is a lot smarter than me. And I think Jason is insane if he thinks he can upgrade the human mind with a book. Um, you know, one of the things we do is we teach stuff that we know will work. And look, um, we, we love technology. Technology will not solve 95% of the problems in meetings today because the problems in meeting are human behavior problems. So technology does help. We're not anti-technology. We're anti-bad meetings. And frankly, in my experience, most of the technology that people are trying to get included in the meetings is about the technology or about the person wanting to interact with the technology and not with the group. Groups are too expensive to have together for a period of time to not have somebody in the room being in a collaborative, communicative, listening and talking mood. It's simple. Uh, well, how, about, how about things like meeting timers and PowerPoint and projectors? and Look, there are people who hate PowerPoint and PowerPoint is not bad technology. It's, it's not a soul crusher either, despite what some people say. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 but here's the thing. People use it poorly. They put everything in PowerPoint, and you're not supposed to. PowerPoint's for specific things. Meeting timers, I love. I mean, I don't think me, of meeting timers as technology. I think of them as measurements. And yeah, I love them. And, and look, we're all for electronics. We're going to recommend you use your phone to take a picture of the notes. Um, and that's technology, but it is after the fact. There'd be nothing wrong, though, with using uh, a networked electronic whiteboard to take notes that you push a button and it, and it scans it and takes a picture of it, whatever, and prints it out. I got no problem with that. There's not, you know, somebody called, somebody said to me once that the best technology they'd ever seen is whiteboard paint. I think most people tend to think of technology in the broadest sense as electronica. 
Right. Um, but you and I both would love to have all the rooms everywhere. Whiteboard paint. paint. Beautiful. Yeah, I love it's it. It's just a wonderful thing. It's just yeah. beautiful. Look, um, there's no speed advantage in using the kind of technology that most people are using in meetings. I think it's a great point. Just elaborate on a little bit. When you think about technology during the meeting, think about the use of technology to make the meeting more effective and not necessarily to make the actions after the, the meeting. You're getting the cart before the horse, right? Yeah, exactly. you, may, you may use a technology to make the post-meeting activities go faster, but if it gets in the way of the actual meeting itself, that, that's a poor trade-off. Yeah, exactly. Don't confuse visual record keeping with any use of typing to speed things up or to make records easier. In my experience, frankly, a lot of people say, oh, I type faster. Well, they like to type and they like to look at their screen and they like to not talk to other people. And look, if you're in a meeting, your job is to talk to and listen to other people. It's that simple. And guys, if you don't like it, that's okay. But we don't say, let's go play at work. We go work at work. And that means, look, if if you weren't getting paid, would you still do it? Some of us would. Um, Mike and I certainly have, but you go to work and you, you're not paid to do what you like. You get paid to do what the organization needs for you. We want you to find the sweet spot where you love everything about your work. But if you don't like meetings and you're saying, I would prefer to type, I'd say, yeah, I'd prefer to play golf, but I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. gonna work, which means we're gonna meet. And that means we're gonna talk to one another. Um, yeah. Look, we don't, like I said before too, when it comes to technology, we don't recommend using a tablet. We love tablets. We've seen our friend Mike Swenson use OneNote on a tablet and it's got really, really great stuff. But, but the issue here is keeping a record of everything that's said to help with ideation and creation and futuring and capturing information. And you can do it for planning sessions. It doesn't just have to be brainstorming. We've used it several times in the last month. And you can go back and read everything that happened. And then you have a record of everything that happened in the meeting as opposed to just high points or deliverables, which is what we generally recommend for other meetings where there's reporting being done, where there's past information being shared and decisions being made and so on. Like I said before, you run out of room if you're using a tablet. Uh, you end up not seeing the record. You only see what's being written at the time. There are connections to previous comments that people miss out on. And sometimes there's friction and connection that happens when people say one thing and then another and another. And after three or four steps, they realize that point A and point X or point A and port at point F are fundamentally opposed to one another. And it brings up an interesting point. And somebody goes, oh, wow, maybe we're wrong about this. We're approaching it in the wrong way. So we don't recommend tablets, but we love them. But we've tested them and it doesn't work as well. Look, this also means it'd be difficult to have an entire days long meeting with visual record keeping and using a tablet and then go back and have them at four o'clock be able to review what was said at eight o'clock because it's not on the wall. Sometimes you can only get two or three hours up there, right? If you're writing pretty intensely um, and you take pictures of it and usually you don't stand one topic for five or six hours. Even if you're going to have an all-day meeting with agenda items that are all idea capture and future, you're not going to have it all on only one narrow topic. So when you finish a topic, the old topics notes aren't relevant anymore. They don't need to stay up. You either you take pictures of them uh, with your phone. The phones now are such that the quality is going to be great. And then you take them down. Uh, or if, if they're flip chart paper, you can throw them away if you trust your technology. Um, if it's a whiteboard, you can erase it. If it's what we like, which is dry erase markers on windows with white paper behind them. Again, you can erase that. 
as well and just reuse the space. But you've got the notes. Yeah, talking about uh, technology, I guess one of the one of the most uh, used technology during these meetings is 3M style <laughs> sticky. Sticky. Yeah, sticky filter paper. In fact, just recently we were in Austin and we did some more planning for 2014. And uh, Danny tweeted a picture of us in one of the suites at the Driscoll Hotel in Austin with a whole bunch of flip, flip chart paper stuck to the wall with different colored markers on it for different projects we're doing in 2014, capturing scope and finance and capital stuff and so on. And, and, and that works great. But we recommend you be careful about an easel. If you're going to use an easel, that's fine, but you need to have some place where the notes that came off of the easel 15 minutes ago are still up on the wall. And that's why you'll see in the picture, if you check out Danny's tweet, you'll see about, I think, eight sheets of paper, four wide and two high on the wall. So that, again, you can just move across and down to take notes. Using an easel, if you're flipping the easel over one at a time, again, you're, you're, you're essentially disappearing notes. And the whole point of visual, visual record keeping is being able to see the notes in total as you go through the meeting. Yeah, and that'd be more note taking than record keeping, right? Yeah, exactly. We've tried it using an easel and then sticking up somewhere else. Uh, it does work better to have them all in one place. You can use the easel, but in a typical reading room, uh, meeting room, we recommend you stick the flip charts up on the walls and move around the room. Your movement and the physical spot in the room where you wrote what you wrote become part of the mental record and the map that people keep themselves, making their recall of the meeting much easier. People can remember the color of the note of the marker you're using. They can remember the color of your marker for the topic they were talking about. Oh, I remember you were talking about that and you were using a red marker, which by the way, makes it much easier to find in the notes. If all you're doing is staying in an easel and you're flipping the paper over, if you, somebody wants to go back to look at an old note, you got to flip through four, five, six, seven sheets. And if you're using all the same color markers, you reduce the possibility for the fullness of our memory. And, and by the way, there's definitely a different feel for a group when they're watching a visual record being kept of their discussion. People get surprised by how much more involved they become in the discussion. It looks and feels when you're writing across the wall and filling it up like you're actually creating something. Yeah. And you're not spending, you know, 25% of your mental energy trying to take notes, right? Yeah. So, so, so look, we happen to recommend dry erase markers on glass. You put the flip chart paper, stick it to the back of the window. You write on the front of the glass. Sometimes, frankly, you don't have to have paper behind it, but usually you do. You have your discussion, you finish your agenda item, you take some pictures, you erase, you start over. Yeah, guys, of course, there are rooms without windows. In some place it doesn't work. There's no question, but we've already covered that. I gotta tell you though, if it works and it works outside, if you have outdoor windows, <laughs> and the picture that we have in the show notes is a, uh, is a picture of my your house. house. Yeah. We're using a sliding glass door, which is like you know eight by eight or something, eight feet by eight feet. Actually, it's probably 10 or 12 feet by 8 feet, isn't it? Um, and look, what's wrong with meeting outside? I mean, every once in a while. Yeah. Basically, what we're doing here is writing down what is said in the meeting or what is happening in the meeting, which is primarily what people say. And we're doing it so everybody who is participating can read what's been said. They have to be able to read it, okay? We can take a break and pick up where we left off just by reading the last few comments. Everybody can see which is interesting, using a sense that we often underuse when we're talking or listening about ideas. Everybody can see what's been said, which changes the experience. 
everyone can make different connections and those connections are captured, which is to say written down. Sometimes we have arrows connecting point A and part, point R. We are not doing what we normally do in most meeting, which is one person being responsible for the meeting notes, which works fine in certain types of meetings. Those notes are usually just deliverables. You know, basically who does what by when. But deliverables usually aren't a big part of those open discussions, those future discussions, those brainstorming and planning sessions. So we use this different record keeping device in this different context. And, and a couple of sort of boring points, but are worth mentioning. Yes, everyone has to be able to read your writing. The best way to write in this situation is to use the block letters that uh, engineers and draftsmen use. Um, they're easiest to read. You might think that, well, wait a minute, I thought sentence case was easiest to read and lower case is easier. Yes, unfortunately, people tend to make that a little bit more cursive and much harder to read um, because it becomes much softer based on the tests we've done with different people taking notes. So the whole point of this is to share the record and to, for people to read it later. If somebody in your team says, nobody can read my writing. Yeah, that's a dodge, right? <laughs> it, it is. Look, any adult can modify their handwriting enough to allow other people to read it. And it may take them some time, but it's worth it. And folks ought to be willing to pitch in. Not everybody's supposed to be comfortable all the time. And you don't need to be the one taking notes. Ask someone else to do it for 15 minutes and then take back over after you've had a chance to sit down. And then they'll get a little better, and pretty soon everybody can do it. Is there any value in actually rotating note-takers? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah I, I think so. I don't, you know, there are times when I like sitting down. I'm happy to be up there. I'm good at it. I've done it 500,000 times, but I'm only good at it because I've done it so much, right? If everybody's sitting down and one person's standing up, it's normal that that person's a facilitator. But you don't have to be the facilitator in order to be the note-taker. Somebody else can encourage ideas. If you're the team lead, if you're the manager, have somebody else take notes and ask questions of the group and have their, them comment and have the note taker just take notes. Now, you're particularly good at this, but is it common for other people to feel like they're contributing less when they're the note taker? Yeah, a little bit. And that's why we rotate, right? We want different people contributing and yeah. But frankly, you'd have, you know, the person who says, oh, I'm, I'm the note taker. I got to tell you, the person who tells me on a new team that I joined, oh, I'm the note taker. No, not anymore. You're not. <laughs> you're going to contribute. And, and by the way, if he continues to not contribute because he says later, well, the reason that's a note taker is you're really not comfortable contributing. I'd say, well, you better get comfortable contributing or you're going to start hearing about it because we pay you to contribute. <laughs> right. It's funny. Yeah, Everybody yeah. talks about collaboration. Oh, let's collaborate. And then, well, no, he's a note taker. He, he's not comfortable. Again, folks, we don't pay you to be comfortable. Right. We, we pay you to be effective. And sometimes effectiveness is uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, well on the other side, then you get the manager, the managers or the leader of the, the group that doesn't wait and they contribute all their ideas up front. And yeah. we, we don't get collaboration because the boss, quote unquote, has spoken. Right. Yeah. One of the things that I found helpful, helpful to me, because I'm willing to contribute, is facilitating with the marker, um, doing the note taking and asking questions and waiting. And then after I've heard two or three adding my own point after that. And as long as somebody else says what I was going to say, I don't contribute. Um, but if you're the one up there and you're writing all of your comments and nobody else is commenting, then that's not visual record keeping. That's just a really funny way to give a talk. Um, right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. So we recommend you wait. Definitely. Now the other part of visual record keeping that drives 
some people crazy to include myself i must <laughs> i must be i must be honest here is that nobody else can take notes and if you're used to taking notes it's man it's a tough habit to break and I'll, I'll i'll tell you from personal experience when i don't take notes because mark won't let me because yeah, he's running the meeting right. it's a much better experience not only for the group but for me as well to be clear we're not saying that nobody can ever take their own notes in a meeting in some meetings you have to write yourself a note or whatever but if you're having a group discussion everybody's saying well i'm taking my own notes first of all there aren't going to be the official notes and why are we losing your input so that you can be more personally efficient? When you have to write something down, you're thinking about what you're writing down versus listening and interacting with others. And then we think about indicate implications for ourselves, and that's counter to being present for the group. We reduce the possibility again for connections and frictions and amalgamations that are so helpful that are that are that are at the core of collaboration that everybody bandies about as if it's some really cool neat neat thing that then nobody really wants to actually behave like they're doing, other than the high eyes. Um, again, you're putting your personal efficiency above the effectiveness of the group, and we don't often spend a lot of time at Manager Tools highlighting the value of the group itself, but in this context, it's worth noting that group discussions require a group <laughs> you think yeah so you don't get to take your own notes if you want a little jot if you want to jot something ooh, i forgot i've got to do this thing tuesday fine you get 15 seconds you can absent yourself from the conversation right and then you're back That's to the group it. yeah and then you're back to the group and and you intend you know that when you speak up what you say is going to be written down and you don't get to say oh no don't write that down no 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 we wrote you, you're going to contribute it's going to get written down now, there's a lot of folks out there who believe that when you get up and start visual record keeping or or something similar to that, even if you don't call it visual record keeping, say, for example, just taking notes for everybody in front of everybody, that you have to be an artist and be able to draw pictures or you have to tell a story, you have to enhance, you have to make these notes beautiful and, and sell themselves in some way. Is that is that a requirement for the note taker? No, it's not only not a requirement, it's just dumb because almost nobody's good at it. I. I discovered this about five years ago. I was going. I told a group we're going to use visual record keeping. They said okay. And then about an hour and a half into the meeting, we had a break. It was in the morning, um, and I said, I, I went up to the leader and I said, "How's this going?" And he says, "It's amazing. I didn't expect to hear this much from my people." And he said, "But I was really worried that you were going to kind of dazzle us with sketching, sketching stuff." And I'm like, "No, I'm just writing down what you say." Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like big notes. I said, yeah, it is. He said, because I did a Google search and discovered that when I put in visual record keeping or visual note taking, a bunch of hits came up for sketching art, right. art notes and sketch notes and stuff. And it's cool. These people who are kind of artists draw these yeah. pictures and then make it cool and everything. Like the UPS guy, right? The, the UPS commercial. Oh, the brown, yeah, the, exactly. The brown marker on a whiteboard. It's, it's, it's really cool. I wish I could do it. <laughs> it is pretty cool. That is a very high art. That's oh, somebody yeah, who's is. a good artist who then can think on the fly. And no, we're not recommending that. Even if you don't call it visual record keeping, you can just say, just take notes for everybody in front of everybody. You don't have to tell a story. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to enhance. You have to make the notes be notes. And what usually notes are is what people said. Okay. So if you look at the example notes that we shared, it's just me writing on a piece of glass with a dry erase marker. 
everyone in the meeting that was there could essentially recite what happened for over eight hours. Now, I only, we only have the first 30 or 40 minutes shown on the whiteboard picture or the, the glass picture we took. And there's nothing but words. And every once in a while, there's an arrow or an underlined or a circle item. There's no art. It's just words. The words the group said. It's that easy. You don't have to think about what they said and try to put it in smaller words or recharacterize. Oh, so what you mean is this thing that I'm saying that's different than what you said? No, write down what I said. You can leave out all the articles and some of the ums and ands and ahs and buts, but everything else, you write it down. Yeah. The cool thing about about visual record keeping is that not only do you get this group experience, but you, know, you get better ideas, you get all, all, all that stuff. And you don't have any problems in terms of sharing notes. You just share the raw notes that that are up there on the wall, yeah, right? Yeah. You, you know what I should do? We, we should post. I'm not going to do this, but it just occurred to me. We could, we could explain the difference between the two by having six people. We could have a picture of six people around a conference room table, the classic conference room table set up in corporate and organizational buildings all over the world. And they're all sitting there and they're either writing on a piece of paper or they're typing. And one person is maybe at the head of the table, what else? And he or she is speaking, okay, sitting down. In the other room, the other picture, there's the same six people. There are no laptops open. There's no notes out. And they're all staring at the note taker as he or she is writing notes on a whiteboard, let's say. I would flash each picture for a second and say, based on your gut response to what you see happening, which one is more collaborative? Hmm. And visual record keeping would kick the other picture's butt because the yeah, other picture, they're not collaborating. They're avoiding the meeting. And, and, you know, people complain about meetings all the time, but meetings can be fixed. Meetings can be great. And it's behaviors like this that make meetings great, not just technology. That's right. So you take the pictures of the stuff up on the wall. You go back to your desk. You bring it up on your computer and you type them all up to send them out to everybody, right? Just to make it easy to. This is when folks where I'm joking, so don't stop now and (laughs) say that Mike said that. Yeah. One of the nice benefits of visual record keeping and modern technology is you get the group experience and you don't have to do any work at all to get every one of the notes. There's no processing. There's no reviewing. There's no typing it up. There's no vetting the notes. It's easy. You take a picture of the notes with your smartphone and email them to everybody at the meeting. You don't type them up. You send them out raw. And folks get over the different form and then their memory kicks in and they'll appreciate them way more than type notes, which is just another document. Yeah, it's true. They can no longer copy and paste a meeting minute or a note that you type up for them into some other document. But those guys who are copying and pasting, aren't those the same guys who brag about typing 100 words a minute? And are we really going to pander to the ability to copy and paste after a meeting? At the, at the expense of a far better meeting during the meeting? No, no. More efficient post-meeting processing never trumps better actual during the meeting behaviors. And look, folks can no longer claim that typing in a meeting saves time after the meeting. That was never a good idea to begin with. By <laughs> the way, they, they said it was, but now it's not. Take a picture, you're done. What do you think about you know, taking 10, 15 minutes or you know, maybe even just five minutes at the end of the meeting to capture deliverables or summarize? Since we're not 
really doing that in visual record keeping? Is it is is that yeah, worth thinking? Yeah, I think you can. About? I think I think if you end up realizing, boy, I think we have a whole string of deliverables strung out through the day here. Maybe we go back through. It, it depends on what you're doing, but some, sometimes taking five or ten minutes, capturing deliverables, summarizing, highlighting something in the record might make sense. We're not trying to avoid deliverable assignments with visual record keeping. So if you have some, there's no need to change to typing to capture them. Write them down using the note-taking device you've been using, and then take a special photo only of the deliverables. Yeah, which is kind of cool because everybody who's taken action now, there's a they've made a public commitment. Yeah, it's through. not hard to write down to know what you need to write down. Who's going to do what by when? That's it. Simple. Easy. That's it. Yeah. We should probably, Mike, sometime in the next year, we should video a few minutes of one of our meetings and then post it for licensees so they can see what a visual record-keeping meeting yeah, that'd be feels cool. like. Okay, wrapping up then. We recommend visual record-keeping, which is one person taking notes big enough so everybody can see in a way that the notes stay up during that session of the meeting for planning for open and future discussions. Everybody can see it. You don't characterize what people say. You write down what they say. You can abbreviate a little bit. Nobody else takes notes. You don't need to make it arty at all. You don't need to sketch or make it pretty. And then you just share the notes immediately and openly and raw after that. Guys, you will not believe how different a meeting feels when everyone sees the record of the meeting being created and kept live in front of them. You'll get better communication, more collaboration, more ideation, and more energy. And the notes will make your memory better of the meeting. There you go. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. You bet, partner. Anytime. All right. We'll see you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great one. So long, folks.